everyone i welcome you to another episode of the fountain of life podcast and it's a real privilege to come your way with this concluding episode of our study on manna god's recipe for nourishing body soul and spirit thank you for being with us throughout all this throughout this series and i my prayer is that god has blessed you listening to it and sharing with your friends and family in this concluding episode we will try and then see how god wrapped up this whole story of manna from time to eternity i will explain what that means even as we go forward but in summary we know that we have to collect this man on a daily basis and it symbolizes our fellowship with god with his word in worship and prayer and all of that and we saw how jesus did it we also saw that we have to collect not just for ourselves but also for the people in our tent so the things that we learn from god we have a right or we have a mandate from god to let others benefit from it so whilst we are collecting according to our need we also collect for the people who are in our tent then we have to pay attention to the fact that we have a window of opportunity to do it effectively so outside that window it becomes a challenge and what that means is that there are times best suited for us to be able to fellowship with god is with us every time but there are challenges in our daily living which presents hurdles for us so that we can have effective fellowship with god and we saw how jesus did that as well confronted with all the chores and the things that he had to go through he made the time to share fellowship with the father not just once but on several occasions then also we also realize that it is the manner is our fellowship is the time that we invest in god but that time that we invest in god is not just to nourish ourselves but we convert it just like the people converted the manner into other things and the eight that time of your fellowship with god and all of that translates into healing for you translates into wealth translates into holiness translates into other things okay so the word of god is just showing us how we can maximize that time that we share with god benefiting and we we know that in the new testament dispensation jesus christ is the manna is the bread of life so all that we are doing is just feeding on the blessings and the benefits we are eating his body and drinking his blood as it were literally and then also we saw with this episode in this series as well you know that there's grace for us god made sure that we collected this manna on a daily basis you 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 can't have a doggy bag you know with the manna so you collect on a daily basis and that is how god is teaching us there's fresh grace for every new day that confronts us and the challenges and he made sure that if they try to hoard the manna create a doggy bag out of it it rot and then they couldn't use it so 
these are some of the lessons that we let me not excuse me and i believe that as you meditate on exodus chapter 16 and numbers chapter 11 which talks about this god is going to deepen your understanding and enrich your fellowship with him all right so let's go on i'm sure you are itchy to hear what we have today you know in this concluding episode now God did something really, really amazing. And I just want to share a few thoughts around that with you. In Let's go back to our theme. That is the, 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 the core chapter that we are using in this study. That is Exodus chapter 16. So this is what God instructed Moses to do. In Exodus chapter 16 and the verse 23 in our read, it says, Moses said to Aaron, Take a pot and put an omer of manna in it. That is the, the daily ration for an average person. And lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. And as the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. So God commanded Moses that get a pot and then put a bit of manna in it to be kept for future generations. But just like God provided grace on the Sabbath, the sixth day of manna collection, the manna didn't decompose. In the same sense, this pot of manna is going to serve as a memorial. It's not going to decompose because God had said so. See, and he provided the covering, the grace to make sure that this manna can survive for time and eternity. If you go with me to Hebrews chapter 9, Paul will refer to this particular you know, act that God asked Moses to do. In Hebrews chapter 9 and the verse 4, this is what Paul wrote, describing the structure of the temple, the Holy of Holies. And inside, that's the innermost core of the temple, the Holy of Holies, where the high priest goes to meet God. They have the tabernacle. And then they have the, you know, in that tabernacle, sorry, they have the Ark of the Covenant. And inside the Ark of the Covenant, they will have this golden pot of manna. Paul writing describes it as a golden pot. Here we are just told it's a pot, but Paul writing later in Hebrews describes it as a gold. Whoever the writer Hebrews is, describes it as a golden pot <coughs> that had manna. And Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables <coughs> of the covenant, excuse me. So there are these three things that were inside the Ark of the Covenant. If you study the Old Testament, you realize that the Ark of the Covenant, prior to the building of the temple, was a meeting place of God with the people. And that is where they had all their worship and all of those things until they set up the tabernacle later on the temple and all of those things. Three things. Aaron's rod about it, the golden pot of manna, and the Ten Commandments, those two tablets with the Ten Commandments. And God did those things, especially with the pot of manna. We can only speak mainly about the pot of manna because he wanted a memorial. He wanted something that future generations who never ate manna are going to forever see and remember and hear about. 
The truth of this is this. God will always want you to remember your victories. He always wants you to remember. And he did this not because of himself. He doesn't forget. God wouldn't forget. But it's the people. It's for the sake of the people. And God erects several memorials in the journey of these people. The stones which they stood, the, the priest stood on in the Jordan River, they erected it as a memorial to remind the people of God's deliverance. In much the same way, God kept a pot of manna in the most sacred place for the people of Israel. And it's going to serve as a memorial for generations. That manna will never rot. And it just reminds me about the eternal value of the word of God. Bible says heaven and earth will pass, but my word abides forever. So the things that you do with God, your fellowship, the word of God that you ingest as you react or relate with God, all the things that you are doing with God, they have eternal value. You see, God preserved those things. It's like a timestamp for our days on this earth. God remembers. So he provided this for them for time and for eternity. We shall soon see the eternal part of that. So as a child of God, the time that you spend in fellowshipping with God, the word of God that you read, there is eternal value in those and God preserves it. He makes sure that you will not forget. So when you win a victory, God takes you through some situations you overcome. He wants you to remember those. He wants you to know the times that you spend with him. They are sacred moments. And God remembers those and he wants you to cherish those as well, to keep it as a memorial. So he had them keep this pot of manna in the most sacred of places for the people of Israel. Three things in the Ark of the Covenant. And each of those three things are cardinal in the history of the relationship between Israel and God. Aaron's rod that budded is significant because that is how God demonstrated to whole of Israel that he chose the tribe of Levi the tribe of Aaron as the priest, the people who forever be before him. Then also the Ten Commandments that became the basis of their interaction with God. And then manna, which symbolizes God's provision, his grace and his mercy towards these people. All three of them inside the Ark of the Covenant. So in your relationship, it's like I said, it's more than food. It's more than your quiet time. <clears throat> it's more than just making time with God. It's about building, <clears throat> excuse me, a permanent relationship with the Father. Okay, so that is an important aspect of manna <clears throat> in the life of the people. God kept it as a memorial forever. All right. The other thing that I want to bring to attention before we move on to a second point in this closing episode, it's in Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. It says that he that have an ear, 
Let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. So, there you are. Even in eternity, part of the welcome hamper that we are going to receive in heaven will include the hidden man. God calls it the hidden man. There is eternal value to these things. So, manna in Exodus and all of that we've been saying is more than food. God used it to reveal himself to humanity. And it's so valuable, he memorialized it. And so in our relationship with God, as we feed on the word of God, as we interact with God, let us remember we are aligning ourselves with eternal purposes of God, which transcends earth into eternity. One day when you cross over into eternity, you will understand the value of the time and the fellowship that we've had with Father. In our closing today, I want us to just remind ourselves of something very fascinating about this whole episode and about manna in this Old Testament that we are studying. If you go with me to Exodus chapter 16, Bible says this, And the children of Israel ate manna forty years. Wow. Forty years they ate manna. I remember, you know, somewhere in Numbers, they started complaining. It's manna in the morning, manna, 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 manna. And God set a fire among them, destroyed some people. So 40 years they ate manna. And then Bible says, they ate manna 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. They ate manna until they came to the border of Canaan. I'm sure you are wondering, how, how long am I going to keep on doing this? Going to church, reading the Bible, having fellowship, praying, fasting. How long am I going to keep on eating of the bread of life? How long am I going to keep doing this? I have a very simple answer for you. Until Jesus comes, or until you lay your body down to rest. Yeah. Just like the people of Israel who have to keep on eating manna. We have to keep on taking of the bread of life until we enter our promised land. And the Bible says in Joshua chapter 5, the actual cutoff point of manna is in Joshua chapter 5 from the verse 10. Bible says, Now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at twilight on the plains of Jacob, Jericho, I beg your pardon. And they ate of the produce of the land on the day after the Passover, on living bread and parched grain on the very same day. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land. And the children of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. So they had opportunity to celebrate a Passover. And the Bible says they ate the living bread and the patch corn on the very same day. The next day, 
the manna ceased. That's the day after they had eaten the produce of the land. The children of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan. So manna stopped when they entered into their promise, when they entered into the rest of when they entered into where God had promised he was going to take them, the land of Canaan. You and I are looking forward to entering into our promised land. Our promised land is not this place. Our promised land is not flesh and blood. One day, God is going to usher us beyond those pearly gates. He's going to usher us to walk on the streets of gold. When we enter into that place, we no more need to eat, to fellowship, to pray, to fast. All our labors will cease and we shall see him as he is. But until then, I encourage you Make every effort. Let us continue feeding on the word of God. Let us continue eating the manna that God had provided, the bread that came down from heaven. That is Jesus Christ himself and everything that he had promised us. Because the purpose of the Father is that through this, we shall enter into a place of rest. The knowledge we build from him is going to increase. It will affect generations that are not even born. You know, that's very fascinating because future generations who never knew you, but because of your righteousness, because of the things that you do, because of how God worked through you, they are going to know you. Just like how God asked them to memorialize the manna. The manna lived long after it stopped coming earth. Today we are talking about it. And I believe that in the same way, when we continue to fellowship with God, we are building things of eternal value. So, I pray that as you meditate on the Word of God, that this series has been a blessing to you. And I pray that you continue to share fellowship with us through this medium calling the Fountain of Life podcast. After all, God is the one is the fountain of life and in his light we do see light so until i see you again the next series i pray to god that god will richly bless you keep you and i pray that his word will prosper thank you so much for listening to this episode thank you so much for being part of this episodes and enjoying it and getting blessed you can continue to share the links with your friends and with your loved ones. And I pray that God will richly bless you. Thank you. And let's see you in the next episode. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I am the well of life. Come to me. Hello, everyone. This is Charles Suter, your host of the Fountain of Life podcast. It's a real privilege for me to let you know that next Sunday we'll be launching into a brand new series that we've advertised for some time now, captioned Memory, Is It Monsters 
all ministers our memories helping us or hurting us so to help us to understand how our brain works and understand how memory works in our minds we are really privileged to be having join us in a live studio session a dear friend dr jonathan lai a medical practitioner in the united states state of arkansas and jonathan will be laying the foundation work for us to answer the question how does our body process memory i have a lot of questions to ask dr lai and i'm sure you do too wouldn't you want to know whether you have the ability to override your memories or why does memory decide what to percolate you know and when we want some answers it just doesn't bring it up so join me next sunday as we have dr jonathan lai in the studio here as our guest on the fountain of life podcast to discuss how our body processes memory or the biological basis of memory so join us 7 p.m eastern standard time and you can call in during the session the phone number is 425-504-4957 i'm sure the numbers will be shown on your screen that's 425-504-4957 or you can also call and ask your questions and let dr jonathan answer them for you using whatsapp that is fountain of life podcast on whatsapp if you call through our whatsapp platform fountain of life podcast we will be able to answer those questions for you or if you prefer you can send us a mail with your question that is fountain of life podcast one word at gmail.com or once again the number is 425-504-4957 and we will gladly take your questions i have a lot of questions to ask dr jonathan lai on sunday about how my mind processes memory how come i don't remember where i left the keys until i make a conscious effort to know where they are so join me next sunday as we begin this whole new series on memory are they ministers or monsters that is an exciting adventure so please join me next sunday as we start this session and once again we'll be having dr jonathan lie live in the studio and i want you to participate by calling in and asking him questions because there is a lot that we are going to go into as we look into our minds to see how memory affects us don't miss next sunday and i really look forward to meeting and discussing with dr jonathan in on the fountain of life podcast god richly bless you the book of matthew 11 28 to 29 come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest